0: The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense.
1: Podcast listeners, it is I, Jasmine, and I am here with uh, the notorious Zach.
2: Blackjack Zach. Blackjack Zach. I don't know. We're going with it. 21, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, Uh, so. But this
1: is the Spitting Nonsense Podcast where we do nothing but spit.
2: Sense. Something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh shit i forgot to look up here you do some intro stuff i need to look up a naked truth oh <laughs> God.
1: i got really scared for like two seconds i was like no n- nothing <laughs> but, bad yeah but uh anyway give me, we give are me back a to-
2: give me a topic like just give me a random topic whales okay i don't know why
1: I do know why, but, uh, (laughs) we are recording a day early, uh, today is Monday, instead of us recording on a Tuesday evening and then releasing to you guys Wednesday, we'll be recording this on a Monday night and releasing this on our normal schedule on Wednesday, which means that the end of Monday's news and all of Tuesday's news, uh, will be added on to next week's episode. Uh, don't worry, we will be here. (laughs) But, um anyway, like my week has been going pretty good. Um, I started back up looking after my sister's kid. Um, I dropped econ because economics had like five due dates a week and I could not freaking deal with that. Um, and also, uh, I only have one class for when I get onto the boat. In like thirty days, and that excites me very much. Yeah, no. My homework was to go watch Citizen Kane. Like that's the type of class that I'm. Uh, she is in. watching
2: probably the most influential movie of all time, which yeah. Uh, is yeah. So uh, even though that movie's from like what the nineteen fifties, forty one. Really, I that think old, so. Yeah, dang.
1: But <laughs> um, yeah, the I will I will be doing that. My class is. Uh, class that i'm taking right now for this half of the semester is pretty much me just uh, scripting out shots for a screenplay that i already wrote so she, it just
2: kind of builds she also decided one class was not in her wheelhouse anymore
1: that's what i said earlier oh, like you did? yeah i dropped econ because fuck that <laughs> like the five due dates a week i can't do it Like, why do I have five due dates a week? I'm like, your due date should be once a week, especially because it's an online course. You know what I mean? Like, I got the freedom to be here and do what I want. So,
2: yeah, that's nice. Um, Yeah. I got behind on work just a little bit today. That's okay. We're starting this
1: at, uh, you know, 1030-ish. I caught up.
2: It's all understood. We got it all figured out. No problem there. Our passports came.
1: Uh, Your passports came. <laughs> I know. Mine Katie, came. Well, last no,
2: out. Me and Katie's. So yeah, am yeah. In the portal sense. Well, uh, when you said when you said our. We're
1: mine the
2: and, and Katie's passports. Passports came. M- <clears throat> much earlier than we expected. Which, no, is, which is a great thing. Which is good. So we have those. Uh, yep. And that's all nice. And then I also got income recently. Uh, we love income, baby! And, uh, I got put onto a... I guess my own payment plan that I decided... out. I have upgraded uh, in the console since... Um, I have an, uh, a Series X now, so... <laughs> that and I was already, a long way around already, to go in there. I already yeah. know... Well, I was... I was working up high. It's never mind. You're working dead. up high. It's hype. dead. It's dead. It's, it's dead in the water.
1: DLSS is here and it's here to stay for Zach. Okay. No. Like so, his cyber. I you, didn't. Have you should have a... heard him geeking over the cyberpunk graphics earlier. So, like, no. and he was looking at it on a shit TV. And I, I feel for this man. You know what I mean? He's been working with this piece of brick shit for the last. How long have you had that? Over it ten years? It
2: hasn't been... Rick shit. You've had it like ten years. No, I've had it like five plus, like maybe not not ten. I know that. But I don't. What know eight? What I have no idea. Yeah, a while. <laughs> okay, so it was starting to run like
1: shit. It's like the game, the, the games are games not optimized for it anymore. Like nobody's making games for that Xbox. And he has upgraded to uh, you know, a one gamer status over here. So mm. shout out to Zach. But that
2: only happened one if I didn't get the new job, which is working out. To, uh, if you didn't show me this this setup for where I don't have to pay it in full yet, uh, that helps out. <clears throat> even though that I'm getting paid twice this week. Oh. Uh, I just got a text.
1: No, you're good. <laughs> the the ding just kind of kind of. Um, oh.
2: Yeah. No. Okay. No, <laughs> sorry. No, I you're good. To, I need to turn off my sound. There we go. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, um, what was I saying? I have that, but... Because they of
1: the job, you're happy with That, job. but also,
2: I just, it wouldn't have happened, but I made I made the financial decision to do it, because, one, I have the money now, two, I can make this decision, and I've found a way to finance it without breaking the bank, so that works. Um, yeah, for sure. Also, and I get to save money in the process.
1: Uh-uh, I was talking about the other thing in the, in the next, like, three days. What? three or four days i don't know you don't know you don't know why you bought the xbox oh in the first god case?
2: okay so starfield comes out soon there you go we'll talk about that later on there's so much uh i have a controller jasmine and i now have controllers ba- the starfield controllers we got the limited edition <laughs> controllers
1: because we're freaking nerds so it,
2: i i actually would i think it's a very clean controller it's very well made um, I haven't, pla- yeah, I, find I it haven't
1: that because that's how broke I am. I haven't
2: have- tested it yet. You've tested it.
1: Yeah, dude. The grips are so nice. <laughs> yeah. Like I have, I have nothing but good things to say about it. Cool. Um, and it also is really stylish. I love the fact that the back isn't just plain white, like mm-hmm. every other freaking Xbox controller that I come across that is colored. Like
2: the bald! <laughs> literally bald. <clears throat> Stupid this, fucking this w- red controller. Is, 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 if I give it's, somebody the it's, red a, it's controller. a liar. It's a lie. Because you look at it. If you the red it, controller
1: it, at my house, just know I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: if you look at it, it's like, oh, it's cool. It's red. It's got black design. And, uh, and then you turn it over, it's like, why is, it. Like, why oh, is it white on the back? Why is it white on the back? I was like, why is it white on the back? It should be black. It should be black on the back. Black and red on the back. But it's not. It's white. And it
1: doesn't. I don't understand. That whole controller pissed me off. Like, I want to get the Cosmic controller. Like, my mom is like, what's the use of having all those controllers? I'm like, do you know how many PlayStation controllers I have? Like, and and I do need one of those, uh, desktop chargers, you know, so that I could just thing. set Plus the, also
2: if you have people over then you, and you want to play a game, then you have all these things to work out with.
1: Right. Like, which I love. That's the, that's the best thing about it is that, mm-hmm. uh, you can have more than one player play now, you know what I mean? And not worry about the fact that the batteries are going to die
2: and shit yeah. like that. So, uh, that. So in the background, you might hear, pop. I don't know if they're going to hear it, but I have the, it's updating, like all the stuff oh, for that Xbox is updating. I'm just going to let people know, this thing is a beast of a machine. I was feeling it while it was while while it was churning Cyberpunk through it, and it was just like revving as, 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 like an engine. Uh-huh. It's fucking crazy.
1: And it needs all that breathability on uh-huh. it. That's why I picked it up earlier, Yeah. because I had mine turn off. Like because I left it on its side mm-hmm. and it heated up and it was really fucking hot. Cool.
2: So, so don't leave it on your side. Don't
1: leave it on the side. Cool. I know that those little things are on the side, so you could set it on the side. Just don't do it. Yeah. There's not good enough insulation or not insulation. Excuse me. Airflow, uh, for the exact opposite. Well, I don't you can stand. Insulation. You can stand.
2: You can stand it up like the fridge. Yeah. Stand that's it what up I do. Fridge, I stand, stand it up it, fridge style. I call style. it my
1: little black mini fridge.
2: Stand up fridge style. My game fridge. Uh huh. Your gamer fridge. Uh, that's what they should call the next Xbox they did they did make a Xbox Series X gamer fridge I know they did and we talked about it before
1: are you sure that that wasn't the Bud Light one
2: no it was a real thing and not the KFC chicken one here I'll just type it on Series X fridge and this was a real thing that they sold and they still sell it it is an actual like Series X but it opens up and is a fridge they actually
1: oh, i can go buy a white one spray paint it black and then put little green dots on the top and then i can make it look like one
2: if you want i don't actually know if that i think that's actually like a detail like it, it's a like decal. not decal like it actually is like the the it's like cut out holes and then has the underlay and oh, put into nice. it so uh and then it has a green glow and in, in, in it apparently uh for the light because this is its slight opening so (laughs) (laughs) this is where i store all my monster energy my mountain (laughs) (laughs) Dew. i gotta put my game fuel in here yeah literally no i I have to have a whole thing i don't i don't drink drink game fuel trust me on that it has a light actually so so yeah yeah yeah. so so if you look at it on here on amazon uh it's market time uh we're talking about xbox fridges (laughs) uh no, so it has the holes, and then it has, like, this whole setup on the top or whatnot with the light, but it also has light on the inside. The whole thing was interesting.
1: It's 100 bucks on Amazon, guys. Go but buy the it's Xbox a 10, Series it's a, X gamer it's, it's, fridge.
2: It's a 10 liter, but they I remember also that they had an auction or some weird thing for an actual, life, like, life-size uh, fridge that is an Xbox Series X, so. That's yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. Like, that's really
1: crazy.
2: But it, it's Xbox. They always do crazy shit. I know. Yeah. All right, so anyways, yeah, so that's, that's happened. I have it now. Uh, she did talk about how Cyberpunk was different. Uh, I played Cyberpunk around the time it came out. <laughs> so it was
1: bricked on his machine and bricked irl <laughs> like, it, which now that update has made it like loads better
2: it was like, it wasn't it was it was it was rough i would say it was, no it, it was, was bricked on it, your machine and it was it was rough and your, then the life. update that actually came to the one and made it all better the final update that they have now works but the graphics are what is it's fucking up now the graphics are basically at, at the point they should be on the Series X. It's because of all the ray tracing and everything that they use. And also the neon. You can't tell me that that using that much neon in a game is going to have some issues. So
1: Well, it's the fact that it can't compute all the light.
2: It's a lot of lighting factors and a lot of, like, specular uh, It's asset overload. That's data. what it is.
1: Like, so it'll, it'll chunk stuff <clears throat> off to like, a lower rendered version of itself so that all of it can process. It's actually really smart the way that um, consoles do that. But uh, besides the point, I'll I'll stop being a nerd. Um, What else happened? I played more Baldur's Gate 3. I'm getting ready to end Act 2 and go into Act 3. And I have a very, very short amount of time to finish this before Starfield starts. So uh, you guys... We're we're gonna be obsessively talking about Starfield. Yeah, the more Yeah, I've we been downloading Star.
2: I've, I downloaded Starfield since it's a day one game. Passing, <laughs> bitch is a hundred a hundred gigs. It's big.
1: I remember the first <laughs> time I said that. I think it was for a uh, Call of Duty game. Yeah, when no, I said it was a Call of Duty <laughs>
2: game. It was Modern Warfare. I looked at it, I was like, this is 100 gigs. This should not be 100 gigs. It should
1: not have been 100 gigs. Yeah. That I can understand
2: why Starfield is 100 no, gigs. No, but
1: I get it, why Why it was, because of the amount of customization and the, and the amount of assets uh, used. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all the different gun customizations, all the different combinations of that. Yeah. Like, just yeah. all kinds of stuff. I get it. Yeah. But... But that just lets you guys know how many objects are going to be in this fucking game day one. Like, that's not even including, like, the fact that they said that they already have, like, an early access patch. Early access patch patch
2: because there's early access for people who pre-ordered the game and also all the, like, collector's editions and shit, and that's going to be on this Friday. Uh, we'll go into more about like the actual release, like time windows and stuff later, because we got a whole section on Starfield. Yeah,
1: we have a whole Starfield section, so uh, get ready for the uh, Starfield section. What did we
2: watch? We watched two horror movies, one more comedic and one more serious. The first seri- the first one which we did watch was called The Blackening. It was better than I thought it was going it's, to be. It's better. It is definitely a dark comedy. It, yeah, it's, it's definitely a dark comedy. It's satirical on the context of But it's how, not...
1: I don't think it was, like, Scary Movie 3 stupid. No, not like, like
2: that. That's not what I meant. I meant, yeah, yeah, I yeah. meant like... I thought it was going to be more, like... It, it, I know I keep bringing no, it no, up.
1: No, no. Like, I know that you keep bringing it up. It's the called, and it's called
2: haunted, haunted Mansion. It, I cannot remember which Wayne's brother it is. You mean I the Haunted House or no, whatever? No, it's called... It, is it haunted house? You just said the haunted man. Oh, it is a haunted house. Yes, it is haunted house. A haunted house. And there were two of these motherfuckers. I remembered these, and these were bad. Yeah, those uh, were not good. Marlon Waynes was yes. actually
1: pretty good. Like I didn't dislike this movie at all. Like there were some comedic points this that was they made, you know what I mean? A, of course.
2: Definitely a dark horror comedy, more leaning into the horror aspect, but it makes context on how black people are perceived in horror movies, and it does a really good job of playing the satirical side of it
1: oh very good job yeah. like i was actually <laughs> thoroughly impressed with the story and uh, i really like the ending and like how it doesn't take itself like too seriously even though it's a horror movie you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh which it, it's hard to find a good balance especially when you're mixing two polar opposites like like comedy and horror you Not even I mean?
2: that but also talking on i guess on on racial topics as well in media and stuff like that i mean yeah
1: like it wasn't like (laughs) what in the gym it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't there
2: was notes on it as well because like you had the board that was definitely a racist connotation oh yeah no that was
1: like that southern racist (laughs) stuff that grandma has like packed in the back of the closet she's like oh that was my grandma's and then you open it and it's like super fucking racist Mm. crazy shit but um yeah so we watched the blackening and then the next day we decided to watch the newest insidious film uh which is insidious the red door um it was good as another installation in the story um standalone not as good because the story was heavily relied upon on you knowing the facts from the previous films um, which made it hard for newer people to get into it, like uh, Katie, who had never seen one and two.
2: It's been a while since the last two came out. Yeah, well, she has, but well, she never seen
1: one and two, which sh- is crazy. One
2: came out in twenty ten. Yeah, I was gonna say two thousand ten. And two came out in twenty thirteen, which is ten years ago.
1: Yeah, I know that's what so, I'm saying. Dude. And like, they had
2: they had two in between, which is three and last key, and we can forget those. Uh, But. <sighs>
1: Well, no, those provided a little bit of backstory on it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, uh, I know, but like, it's. Did I
1: tell you guys I'm writing a uh, Patrick Wilson horror movie where he plays all the characters? It's called the, the Wilson Verse.
2: We we have understood it as a Wilson Verse, and he will play every single character. We do no, we do not need any other actors. He is the only person we need. He can even play the the female roles that we have too. It's called Considious. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's called uh <coughs> A Walk into a Dangerous Mine. I have Injuring. No. Injuring. <laughs> Alright, so it's yeah, it's injuring. We watched that and then um I played a game and finished it in like twenty five I finished it in less than a day. Not less than, a little over a day. Uh it's a game I played before, like twice, and that's Prey for uh which the twenty seventeen one from Arcane Studios. Uh it is essentially you're on a space station, you don't remember every anything, but the space station is down and there are aliens and you have to deal with them. Uh, and but the game is much more than that. That's like the base I can tell you. It is a very it's like has the same it's made by the same people that made Deathloop. So it definitely has like the mechanics that are definitely what inspired how Deathloop plays. Uh and um it feels like it feels like just Bioshock in space. I don't know what else to say, and I hate to say that I hate to compare it like that, but like
1: no, that's not uh, a bad comparison. I know, you know but I mean?
2: like I don't want to compare it to that like even though that that is a that is a really well put together like horror game in a sense. and this one's like a horror uh, uh, rogue like game. Uh, definitely Metroidvania. You're going all over the fucking place. Right. Um, you saw me play it. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Oh my god.
2: <clears throat> yeah, so, the game is fun. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, and, and it's just, you can, I think it's on Game Pass, so you can just play it if you have that. Uh, we spout Game Pass on here. If you don't have Game Pass, you can get it if you have a PC as well. Yeah, um, you
1: can get it if you have a PC as well, and you could cloud game uh Xbox games yeah, on so. your PC. So that means that it'll look like you're playing from an Xbox and you can play with your friends cool. on Xbox. Um so it's a it's a really useful thing. Mm-hmm. We are not sponsored by
2: Xbox, no, by the way. But I lean towards that that console more than anything else. Uh, mm, I still <laughs> lean towards PlayStation cuz I'm a single player kind of person. Uh Mar- I I am too. It's just that I, that's what I put my, I guess. What would it be? I can't think right now. I did too much work today. Um. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on now. We got we got some deaths to talk about. Deaths.
1: Yeah. Death. <sighs>
2: It's it's, to them all. No, not these people. Not like that. Not Not these people.
1: I'm (laughs) kidding you guys. I really (laughs) did not mean (laughs) that. These people. Sorry. Wendy Williams.
2: Wendy Williams (laughs) is a is a is a uh, a cultural icon around these parts. (laughs) I I don't know if that's what we we would call her. Yeah, no, she's
1: definitely a cultural icon.
2: Okay, so (laughs) we have actually uh, two cultural icons though that did die recently, Um, and that one is Bob Barker being the first one. At ninety-nine. Uh and he is he is like one of the OG prices right uh prices rice to oh, God, hosts. I can't say it. I can't say Emmy
1: award winning host of the price is right. I almost <laughs> said
2: the price is rice. The price
1: is rice <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's a pretty cheap price, honestly, but like uh the price is wrong, bitch if you guys have ever seen uh that movie with Adam Sandler and Bob Barker but um anyway like so he like is dead and he's gone forever and he's never coming back how did he die um he was 99 are you really fucking questioning that how did he die he turned to ash okay
2: okay <laughs> you have to be like that.
1: <laughs> spontaneous combustion the man died uh, his heart went yeah he just uh it's not like he had cancer or anything like that which would probably mean he was younger you know what i mean that'd be crazy to get cancer at 99 jeez dude like imagine that that's fucking nuts.
2: Oh, look, they actually talk about that, that line you just said from Happy Gilmore, the price is wrong, bitch. That's what I said. I uh, a, the, I, the Adam and Stanley then movie. and then doesn't he punch him in the face? Punches him in the stomach. I Punches guess. him in the stomach, that's yeah. what it is. Um
1: No, he was he was definitely a cultural icon. He's he's my childhood price's right host. You know what I mean? Like mm. all throughout my entire childhood, he was it. I know it's Drew Carey now. Um, and yes. it has been for, like, the last, I don't But, know, like, if you're talking, like, years.
2: this dude the, being the host from, like, the 1970s. Yeah. All yeah. the way up to, like, the late 2000s.
1: He was the host of Truth or Consequences from 1956 to
2: 1975. Yeah, so. Which was
1: another game show. So, people loved Bob Barker. Oh, and you got his
2: famous, come on down! Yeah, yeah. Nope,
1: that, that's his thing. And, um he he's like uh left behind a son you know and he was uh he was a proud animal rights activist and was closely linked to united activists for animal rights and sea shepherd conservation society um he would sign off every single price is right episode by saying this is bob barker reminding you to help control the pet population have your pets spayed or neutered he was he was a real conservationist kind of guy i like that and uh his wife passed away a few years ago, uh, quite a few years ago, in 1981. Um, and they did not have... Oh, yeah, they didn't have any children in my bed.
2: Okay. I now, they had a son. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, dude lived a full life. Being up to... Ne- what? What are you looking at? Oh, you're trying to figure out where you read it?
1: No, like, the, it says Drew Carey backwards.
2: What? Where? like a mirror right oh here. god i don't like that me
1: either like i was trying <laughs> to read it and it wasn't making sense and i was like oh these <coughs> words are backwards
2: all right they're so flipped and upside down that's a twitter users a handle um no so dude lived a full life being all the way up to 99 which is like uh, that's as
1: old as you can get before going over a dollar <laughs> and in true prices is right fashion he lived the way he died uh-huh. without breaking the bank
2: yeah uh rest in peace dude uh another person that did also pass away this one is in the voice voice... of
1: fucking harleen this is this is the
2: this is in the voice acting role as the original voice uh role of harleen harleen quinzel or harley quinn from the animated batman series this is arlene sorkin who died at age 67 uh,
1: Which is still relatively yeah. young. She like,
2: she did not only just do the role for Harley Quinn in that, but she did it in a bunch of the other stuff as well. And not only that, and the video games too. She, she was basically the, I guess you could call, the main <clears throat> uh, person.
1: No, she was the original voice of Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and uh, was all just... It, until Margot Robbie, like, recently took over, she was the voice of Harley Quinn. Like, just crazy shit. But, um, she will definitely be sorely missed, and uh, her voice, specifically, you know, uh, is one that I will never forget. So, uh, yeah. She brought that character to life. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, uh, while we're talking about life, we're gonna talk about death. Oh, there we go. More death. No, I'm kidding. I, I mean, not really. I mean, the sun is eventually gonna die, right? Oh. Like it's so. gonna it's gonna expand into a red supernova and then suck up like the first three or four planets and then implode into a black hole. You know so. what?
2: After this, we're gonna talk about my my naked truth. I forgot to talk about it. It's okay. <laughs> um. Uh. But
1: anyway, like
2: NASA's web
1: web telescope image. Uh has found a little galaxy off in the distance where it's uh two thousand six hundred light years from Earth in the constellation Lyra. There's a colorful cosmic eye uh it's in God's the ring. Eye. Yeah, it kind of looks like it literally but It does look like it uh, has pink eye. So the structure it really <laughs> the structure was created when a red giant star, which was nearing the end of its life, uh cast off vast quantities of stellar material into surrounding space environment radiation from the star then saturated the material which in turn ionized it causing the retreating mass to shine with its own soft light so what is it, it looks like an explosion happened and then like the cloud around it except from a top view that's like the best way that i could describe it so it just it looks like an eyeball and it's crazy the nebula is slowly growing larger um eventually it will dissolve into the galaxy over time the gas and dust can find its way into areas where new stars form and become part of new stars and planets uh kind of like what happened to us you know when the solar system started here on the milky way Mm -hmm. so um these pictures are so pretty. Like, no matter they how are. many times that I look at all the like these new graphics, you know what I mean? I would like I could never imagine as a kid that I would be able to see such like. I mean, these aren't true photos because they can't do that. Like, they these are ones based off of the light and the and the the measurements that they have of the light. So they, this is like crispy and sharp. You know what I mean? But. Uh, yeah, if you guys haven't done it yet, please go look at the web Telescope, the NASA Webb Telescope images. Uh, as of recent, not just the ones of this collapsing star, but
2: no, it's pink eye.
1: It's space space eye. Space pink eye. Pink eye. You know
2: what? God God just sometimes God eye. just sometimes needs to just not pick his butthole and then scratch his eye afterwards.
1: He needs to rub his eyes on the elevator buttons. <laughs> That's an intrusive thought that I have every single time I get into an elevator. I'm not kidding. Like I'm scared of pink eye. Like because somebody once told me that I would put, get it from put elevator. Put your bunk. face
2: directly on the the wrestling mats at high school and get ringworms. Jesus, uh, Christ. You, mean a staph infection? staph yeah. you could get staff infection? Staff infections. You could get typhoid. Is that what it typhoid? is? Typhoid. I don't know what that. Is. I, don't, I don't know how you could typhoid. You're gonna get
1: polio from high school, guys. I don't know how you get typhoid. Uh, we're
2: we're life-threatening infection caused by salmonella typhi. I mean, technically, no, you- no, you could get it. No, yes, you could.
1: Nobody's getting typhoid in 2023 unless you're living in like you... a third-world country that does not provide vaccinations. I
2: wanna, I wanna get, I wanna dr- kind of like, I wish I was a good painter. That way, I could paint like George fo- Bush. Well, I have oh my God, I wish I could paint photos like this, and then I could name the just ridiculous things like the pink eye of god or sauron's uh, butthole or uh <sighs> oh look a crazy wave uh <laughs>
1: that's how you would name it Ooh look a crazy wave yes
2: <laughs> or yeah. we got or we got uh, uh a bunch of nipples
1: <laughs> oh my god
2: uh and well, then, while
1: we're talking about a bunch of nipples we're well, gonna no, move on to I, blue milk i have clouds. well no 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 like, no, no hold on
2: I have to do my naked truth, which I don't. I I do. I have. While to, we're talking
1: about nipples, we're moving to naked truth. I have
2: to talk about okay, well, the technically whales do have nipples and some. Do some they? Regard. Well, they have to nurse. their they're young. They're mammals, and somehow.
1: I mean, you're not wrong. I just thought that they helped them hunt.
2: No, 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 no. Because well, whales are pretty big. Well, whales are the, usually whales don't hunt. The only ones that kind of do are sperm whales and killer whales. The whales, most of them have like the baleen, like f- like whatever things to catch krill and stuff. They don't, they don't technically yeah. hunt. It's just the
1: heart of a blue whale is the size of a small car.
2: Yeah, they have multiple stomachs. Yeah,
1: like I'm pretty sure <laughs> they have like, thirteen bro- stomachs. I was gonna, I was literally gonna say a fourteen chambered stomach, but like,
2: oh no, no, the bards whale, which is the largest member of the beaked whale family, can have up to thirteen stomachs. It's a highly efficient way to digest squid, which these fail these whales feed on. Uh, which squad. They, yeah, there's some whales that have like actual teeth and some that don't. Uh, and then if you want to know how they're fing... I guess this is... I want to join
1: a recreational bing- bingo team and name us the squid squad. <laughs>
2: it's not bad. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> What is naked truth? It's just something I started doing where I actually tell real facts but they're just They are new non lies. Yeah, they're they're actually real and then at the end I'll do a Zach's fact, which is absolute nonsense. <laughs> uh uh whales tails are actually like our fingerprints. That's how they can tell them apart. They're not and each one's like entirely different. Yeah, did you know that zebras
1: um they can recognize their caregivers by their stripe patterns. So mm-hmm. orphan zebras are taken care of by zookeepers, but they wear specific jackets that let them know who each other is.
2: Yeah, they probably, that's how they probably recognize their own family.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I was watching these, these people nurse a, uh, a brown zebra who got, uh, like, his stripes were brown instead of black. Like mm. he uh uh got rejected because of this, mm-hmm. like and because he, he didn't look as familiar uh to everybody else. So like the pack rejected him, and then the people's had to take start taking care of him. But he didn't trust them until he found out that they had stripes, and mm-hmm. he was like he could associate the stripes with comfort. Got it. So it was a, it was actually a pretty cool story. So but sorry for taking over Zach's facts. No no, Zach no no, Zach, not
2: Zach's facts, naked truth. So this one's actually the worst of it, and that's the one I actually want to focus on. Uh, whale vomit is found in many costly perfumes. I mean... Wh- it, it, so, ambergris. Ambergris, which is actually illegal. We can't have... You cannot content You can't whole. uh, I think, hard- harvest and sell and produce ambergris in America.
1: Um... Yeah, that's what all the <clears throat> offshore ship, uh, is an, fishing is. Which uh, uh, is a
2: substance found in the digestive tract of sperm whales... Also known as whale vomit, is a musky, earthy scent prized by perfume makers. Uh, It can sell up to $20 a gram. Uh, So... Jesus. Yeah. Um, In fact, some of the most costly perfumes on the market contain high concentrations of ambergris. For example, one bottle of Creed's Royal Water perfume sold for $11,000 at auction. Jesus Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. Amber grease is a very important thing. Think of it as, like, whale oil. Uh, At the time when, like, people would, like, fucking use everything from an animal. And uh, we really saw whales as a big opportunity for everything. Would you
1: like some of my (laughs) whale marrow juice? Yeah,
2: no. They call it gray amber as well. Uh, because it's a it's like solid and wet it looks like earwax it looks like huge chunks of earwax that's disgusting yeah that's the best way i can say about it um let's see what else we got for this stuff formation Ooh, ooh, the formation of amber grease do you want me to talk about that in the bile ducts of the sperm whale
1: how big are the bile ducts of a sperm whale, I and don't... how much is produced from well, the whale? Well, so so this this is I'm this... just curious. Like I, I don't I don't care how it forms. I mm-hmm. care about like how well here comes here look how big
2: these these pieces are. These are massive.
1: So just like one little piece of that. Uh
2: huh. Yeah. Interesting. That, that kind of shit. I don't like how the dude is holding it that close to his face.
1: Mm-mm.
2: It. <laughs> Mm-mm. Uh. One f-
1: time in seventh grade, my teacher. Uh, I'm not gonna name her name but uh she was we were dissecting lamb's eyeballs oh and uh she put her face like super close to it and then like cut into it for us and it squirted into her onto her lips and she licked them and i will never forget this for the rest of my life that uh I I'm just never putting my face super close to like dead things. You know what I mean? Like
2: yeah, I just, you I'm never not, know what's
1: gonna pop out of it. You I'm know what I mean? Good like, on that. That's what I'm saying. Like I just
2: no, you know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> speaking of dead things, well, I guess ambergris technically is a dead, th- there's only one way they were able to get this out. In 2021, a fisherman found a 127 kilogram or 280 pound piece of ambergris off the coast of Yemen, valued at $1.5 million.
1: Just found a piece.
2: Mm-hmm. They, they probably fished for it. They, there's people probably that know how to like find it or they got really lucky and that's how they found it. <clears throat> Fossilized ambergris grease from 1.75 uh, million years ago has also been found. It's, like, they apparently they usually weigh from 15 grams, which is a half an ounce, uh, to 110 pounds, or 50 kilograms or more. 14
1: grams. Initially uh, expelled
2: or ounce. removed by the whale. Uh, with a strong fecal smell. Yeah, that's about right. So these are these essentially, if you think about it, are like fossilized kid, their kidney stones, the the kidney stones of of a, of a whale. Ugh. Yeah, but except they're not from their kidneys; they're from their bile ducts. That's gross. <clears throat> yeah. So and we use it to make it very costly perfumes. There you go. There's mm. there's there's your naked truth, everybody. It's disgusting. That is disgusting. Uh huh. Yeah, at least the other one I didn't read, which is the most of the ocean is made of whale pee. But I feel like if anybody can think about like that, well, yeah, like in per- depth, it kind make of makes sense. There's a
1: fucking piss, shit, vomit, and uh, entrails.
2: That's why it's so salty.
1: Yeah, like, it's like... It's That's like not a st- why it's so salty. <laughs> it's a That's stew. Too, it's, uh, it's a stew. It, it has the to be Earth's seasoned. Stew.
2: It's the earth stew. It has to be seasoned, okay? No.
1: Like, Where even the-, the Earth knows that you have to season your food. <sighs> okay. Anyways,
2: uh, what were we on? Uh, space and stuff through the telescope. telescope. I actually, I actually had a good transition for the shit. Uh, there's no whales in space, but I wish there were. There might be, there might be space whales in Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Who knows? Anyways, that's what we're talking about. Uh, the new Zack Snyder film, his sci-fi film that was apparently it was in plans to be a Star Wars thing, but then that fell through, and he's like, yeah, no, I'm doing this my way um My and i think it works out better because then you can My go all out instead of being under the heel of disney and being like you can't do that uh, no uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh but no um movies are both of them because there's two of them he's splitting them in the two parts so uh we what w-
1: you're saying is that Zack snyder is making something really long
2: yes uh, like usual. Uh, and <laughs> what he, he's, uh, he releasing the first one, which is going to be rebel moon, a child of fire, uh, which is December 22nd. And then the Scargiver, which I believe was like April something of next year. So not too far apart, but there will also be director's cuts because these are PG 13 films. And he's going to have director cuts versions of these films releasing at the same time, which are rated R versions of the films. Not only that, but he also just came out and said, yes, uh, the director's cuts is close to an hour of extra content. Uh, so you really get to see a lot, uh, essentially. He's basically like, I just built this fucking massive world universe you get that I have, and you're going to get to see all of it. <clears throat> so, essentially, that's what he just did. Um, yeah, and... He actually has a decent cast, like, a pretty good cast of people working on it. Uh, I would the, I talked about how the screenwriters weren't even that bad of screenwriters to be attached to it. Um, and, the, and the cinematography and the, and the... I don't even care to see the original version. I want to see the director's cut. I'm just going to watch the director's I cut. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, what the fuck? I think the two, the upcut, they, they, they are being released at the same time.
1: Both parts of the film?
2: the 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 director's cut and the first part are releasing of the director's cut of the first part are releasing at the same time gotcha so you have the pg-13 cut which will be for like the families who want to watch it and also like kids i guess if they have parental controls but they can get past those and then you have the r-rated director's cut uh, so
1: when does rebel moon
2: come out 22nd of december uh so near 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 Cremos, um yeah, that's the first part. I just really hope I also Di uh, Dia, Hansu is in this film. He's uh, he's like in a lot of the trailer. I just hope he doesn't die. <laughs> he's gonna die. <laughs> no, don't say that. It's green. They do not. Yeah. All right. Um, another big uh blockbuster one that already came out and is getting a sequel soon. A uh, big blockbuster sci-fi film adaptation of the most influential sci-fi book of all time, uh, Dune. Uh <clears throat> Dune 2 is going to come out at some point soon, although I heard it's been delayed. Um but we're talking about how it's possible Dennis Villeneuve, the guy who's created the first and second one, uh first one part 1 and part 2. He also wants to try to create maybe create Dune, Desi- Dune, Dune, Dune Messiah uh but Mm -hmm. it is if he does this will be his final dune film if he does get to make it
1: yeah like films take a long time to fucking produce especially Mm. ones of this giant budget and it's just a time sink really well you know what i mean like he wants to free up Mm. his time dennis villeneuve has a great track record of putting out great standalone films you know what i mean like What he's saying is that he doesn't want to waste too much time on one IP, which I completely understand. You know what I mean? Um, I don't see it, honestly, getting a third film because I don't feel like people are just sitting around talking about Dune. You know what I mean? Like, as great as the first movie was, don't get me wrong, that movie was fucking beautiful. And I will definitely watch it again right before I watch the second part, like, just for a refresher. But... (sighs) I just think Dennis Villeneuve needs to put his uh mind in other series that could be. Yes, he he's
2: not he's not hoping on it. He's just saying you would like to make a trilogy. And the reason why is because this the Dune Messiah or the Messiah of Dune written by uh what the fuck is the name? Herbert Frank Frank Herbert uh Frank Herbert. Uh, Dune, uh, Messiah of Dune was essentially a way to make people see that Paul Atreides was not a hero throughout the story and stuff like that. Um, it's it,
1: No, it, it was a fucking story of happenstance. He just mm-hmm. stood up and to, rose to the occasion. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing.
2: But people, like, uh, people tro- and he, and he essentially said he wanted his, uh, Dune Messiah if he could be closer to the idea that it's actually a warning. Uh, So, yeah, no, that would happen. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how intense the second one does and how successful it is. But speaking of success, Neil Blomkamp and his success in trying to make more sci-fi stuff. Uh, <clears throat> he is basically out here. Did I just lose one? or No, we're on Neil Blomkamp. Okay. Did you put this one in? Yeah. Okay, then there's another one that I saw that I was going to add, but I guess not.
1: I don't think you added that one, but you could talk about that one first.
2: All right, so Neil Blomkamp is tired of people asking if he's going to do any Alien shit. He's like, no, I care little about that now. I'm on to new stuff. I understand that. It's been, like, what, 10 years since he was announced that he was going to be a part of Alien? Right. And it never happened?
1: I, that wasn't his fault. I'm sure it's it not. It was you probably the I mean?
2: production and in, in like the the actual company. I don't know who owns it, like Predator, Alien, Predator, and stuff like that. I, I
1: don't
2: know. I think it's Fox. I, no, it's Disney now, which was part of Fox. So yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah, but, uh, but yeah. So no, deal. he's like he's like I'm done talking about it. I'm off to new things, and he also doesn't know if there's ever going to be a district nine sequel is actually getting made and that's fine i'm
1: I'd, okay with that you know what i mean i like, really district don't 9 think it great needs a standalone sequel. film i don't but i it, would love i would watch district 10 like don't it, get me wrong
2: as long as as long as it is well written and makes sense with the lore and stuff that they built up but i think that m- might hinder and hurt the first film because what makes the first film so successful is it's based on this ideology of we have these people from another world that have come and are basically being immigrants they they, they're 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 are are refugees in a sense they're they're trapped on earth and they're refugees and they have to stay they have to basically uh coincide and and cohabitate with us and they're completely different in, in the terms of uh uh Biology, language, technology, everything, uh, and the thing is, what makes that movie great is the I, is the scarcity of knowledge between both cultures. I think that's what makes it strong. But if they try, well,
1: yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I'm, and there's a strong following for this film still. Yes, like with the fact that they did a a thirty million dollar movie and then it grossed two hundred and ten million worldwide. Mm like uh with the 30 million it plus talk, the viral talk, marketing it talked, campaign it talked on, it talked like, on
2: social rights and and racism like without having to talk about race like human racism it right. did a great job at it like
1: uh, it, it's a great movie to make you reassess humanity
2: yeah and in then general. he said if he wanted to make he was if he was going to make a sequel it would be based on the topic in American history which that kind of makes sense. I can get that uh It would be a good, good, good. A, what would it be? It'd be, it would be a good, a good way to uh, present that view from America's side. I just, in my eyes, I don't think you really need a sequel for this. This is a good standalone on its own. For sure. Um, yeah. So, but uh, something. I guess we're still in in sci-fi talks because, like, Neil Blomkamp likes to do all the sci-fi stuff and Star Wars is basically, like, the epicenter of... Space operas. Of space operas. And, uh... (laughs) There it are is. big nerds and of celebrity nerds specifically who are all about Star Wars and stuff like that. Anywhere and not only that, they get there. they get themselves in there in cameos and whatnot. I think it was Jason Sudeikis, if I believe, who was the one that punched Grogu, uh, in in The Mandalorian.
1: Something. Like... I think I
2: think that was actually him. Ha- oh, God, I'm gonna look that up because I'm pretty sure I'm 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 correct on that.
1: You're like, Jason Sudeikis? Well, you like, realize it's like Jason uh,
2: Mantoukas or something No, like Jason Sudeikis. If it's Jason Mantoukas. Yeah, no, Jason De- Sudeikis forgot he punched baby Yoda in the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh,
3: my
1: God. <laughs> but anyway, while we're still talking about Star Wars, um, so Adam Scott uh, from Parks and Rec <laughs> and uh, Severance now uh, is now canonically a Star Wars stormtrooper. So he's joined the ranks of the nerds and he is voicing a role for tk423 who is a tired and grumpy stormtrooper uh he is part of a story and it is a short story collection it's audio logs yeah and it's called from a certain point of view return of the
2: jedi it's going to be auto audio uh audio podcast uh thing on what is it on expert it doesn't even say
1: it doesn't say yet, like, but... Uh, Releasing so August from, 29th. From a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi features 40 short stories in total to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the once final uh, Star Wars film, um, <clears throat> and we're going to get a lot more celebrity voices than just that, but this is going to be the first time that he's interjected himself into If the, you've uh, seen
2: Parks and Rec, he's very big nerd, and he... uh he likes Star Wars. <laughs> I'm sure. His character likes Star Wars and I guarantee you it's based on actually his love, his like a Star Wars too. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um anyways, uh since we're in Disney talks, I have to talk about this one. One because I enjoy it as a kid, but two, it just shows a what is lack it? Of caring Not lack of caring, but a would have seen and would have seen for streaming services. It's like a this pattern. The
1: people who worked on it got
2: paid. I don't know. It's a That's pattern. It's a pattern. I'm it's saying, and I hate pattern. it. And and so Disney is not moving forward with the live action series adaptation of the Spiderwick Chronicles, even though it is basically completed, and that bothers me. So they're going the so. The, this was something that i thought was going that would work i think work really well if they did it it was an 8 episode series that was that has been completed developed by paramount television studios oh, in that's 20s, where it went wrong never mind 20th yeah, century television
3: the
2: <coughs> yeah <laughs> the pre- paramount i was like, oh. i know but it, it's developed by them <laughs> but it's currently being shopped around by potential buyers because the reason being is uh the people that made it uh, so the decision comes from Disney along with other media companies. They have been re- reevaluating their streaming strategies by cutting programming costs with a renewed focus on profi- profitability. Of
1: course they're focusing on profitability. It is a part of the they're major all, like, content. Nobody wants it to is, watch the fucking Spiderwick Chronicles. So like, uh, <laughs> it is part
2: of the major content write-off announced by Disney in May. And that sucks. We are in the process of reviewing blah, blah, blah. Expect to take impairment charge of approximately $1.5 to $1.8 billion. So they're taking a loss because of what they're doing, but they expect it. It's remo- not only that they're
1: going to save them in the long run.
2: They removed dozens of original series and specials from Disney Plus and Hulu. I don't even know what they removed. Um, they do still have an
1: upcoming Goosebump series from Sony TV and a new Doctor Who installment from BBC. Though. Yeah,
2: but like those ones have like a big, big, big ass cult following behind them. Yeah, and, they
1: want to make money, that's And how. that's
2: why they're going to go focus, because those make a bah, shit ton of money. I just, it, but it bothers me to see this not only happen in Disney, it's happened in Netflix, it's happened on HBO, which is now Disney, Discovery Plus, HBO, I don't care what it's called, Max. Paramount Plus, uh has done it i the the prime has been good about not doing it but who knows Prime
1: has been pretty good like they their their stuff has been consistent you know what i mean i Mm. and they're always adding that's where the
2: fallout show is going i'm glad it's going there because i know i know it's going to be staying up there so
1: yeah i agree because like once amazon gets their hands on their stuff like they really hold on to it
2: Mm. so so my so yeah no that's happening it's just it's just a pattern i'm seeing and i'm not fond of it because that just means they're not going to take chances with and risks that they should and i i just i don't know but we have one more thing before the break. This is a long one, of course. Uh, and the reason it is long is because it is the Gamescom announcements.
1: We are covering five days of yeah, Gamescom. Yeah, so announcements. I'm just going
2: to blow through a few of these and then. I, oh, the console's going to turn off.
1: Yeah, you should probably fix that so that you're. All right, uh, you're hold can, on. Doesn't I'm be do that. <laughs> Uh, so, the biggest announcement from Gamescom 2023, we're going to start at day 5 and work no, our way Starfield back down to day 1. To
2: well, it's not so like we can play it. Gigs of it's not like we can play it. I know you can't play it, but yeah. it's still something I, I, I'm, like, expecting.
1: So, starting at day 5, Boy, um, it was a lot of cosplay today, uh, but we have uh, Stalker 2. Recapturing the tense and awkward soul of the cult series.
2: It's, um... So, essentially, Stalker is kind of... It's like a... Oh, God. Stalker
1: 2, heart of Chernobyl. Yeah. Chernobyl.
2: Chernobyl. Chernobyl. No,
1: Chernobyl has C-H-E. This is C-H-O. Stalker is
2: a first-person survival horror... Shooter survival horror taking place, uh... Yeah, in Chernobyl. Uh, so... Yeah, but that's happening. Uh, they are likely better served by Metro Exodus. So, yes, that is where it came from. But, yeah, there's a PSVR 2 game coming out. It's a sequel to Vertigo. Vertigo uh, 2? Yeah, October twenty fourth, 2023. There's a new trailer. It's an alien fighting action game uh, from PlayStation. Billy Up is a musical 3D platformer. Uh,
1: uh, which isn't something that you hear every day, per rappa de rappa, but uh, it's something that Billy bust Up has taken to heart. Mm-hmm.
2: I just want to see some of like the context, but I keep getting ads on all the. You're ideas. gonna get ads
1: on every single one of these. But uh, Akatori is a stylish Metroidvania with some slasher platforming thrown in. It's got a pretty cool little art style here. Uh, it kind of reminds me of um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, uh next up we have uh back to the dawn this just looks
2: like zootopia but depressing
1: uh, (laughs) 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 they've got sad fox Uh uh-huh no it it looks interesting yeah it's a prison break genre game um and it tasks you as a framed journalist who needs to fight for their freedom which makes this game just a little bit more special uh however everything is animals so um get excited about that next up we got inspired by japanese folklore the 2.5d action platformer bow
3: path a of
1: the teal it got a new trailer at gamescom uh that shows off the platforming combat abilities
2: characters bosses and more it's trying to get me to watch the netflix one piece show <laughs> it keeps uh, playing that same ad over and over again
1: Next up, uh Aloft uh, puts players on a floating island that is trapped inside of an everlasting someone... hurricane. This sounds crazy. And asks them to survive and thrive. Build a base. Uh, this is right up your alley, Zach. I know what it Build is. Build a base, uh sail to new islands, uh, push back corrupting fun guy <laughs> and more. This literally sounds like the Air Kingdom. Yeah. But uh
2: Except first person and you're dealing with fucking hurricane season so it's
1: grounded mixed with their kingdom yeah. but like uh <laughs> literally though but next up we have uh become inquisitor mortimer matterin it's
2: called the inquisitor you become mortimer matterin and solve crimes and reveal secrets that i was just stable. trying to
1: read it correctly because his name is mortimer not Mort-
2: mortimer, mortimer matterin he is uh he is of french english german europe descent i don't know I just oh. tried to lump them all in together With just to try French, to see if I was right. English. Oh, this is. Uh, do you remember that game that uh, you played that, like, you got your ham chopped off in? Uh huh. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Oh, uh, it, like, lo- it has that? that same vibe to it.
1: It wasn't a Plague's Tale Requiem. It was, no. uh, I don't know. It was something else. That that game was fucked up. Uh no, But, I uh. We're going to Gamescom Day 4's biggest announcement. Um, Um, So they got uh, Black Myth Wukong, uh, and it's been making a big splash at Gamescom 2023. They had a chance to, uh, you know, play through the Unreal Engine 5 Souls-like game, Uh, but also they released 19 minutes of intense gameplay with it. Um, So they said it's like... uh, action rpg of the souls-like era with its own fresh approach to challenge pace and abilities um its developer's name is game science (laughs) and has a has approached wider rpg systems such as character development and leveling up so uh plus the level design of further chapters match up to the quality bar of the bosses that they've seen and everything is looking up and up on this being like a really big hit
2: yeah uh, the next one is also looking to be a big hit lies uh, of P, and it, so <laughs> it's a souls like that is actually based on pinocchio pinocchio uh and i want to show you just kind of like
1: released on september 16th it's getting a nethergrade I don't demo know,
2: i don't know why it looks like that like why, why did they have to have the resolution go down that far in the fir- beginning of it It's not. It's not. It's not. It
1: said it hopefully is going to stand toe to toe with From Software's finest work, which I don't know about that.
2: Oh, but I'm I'm looking at the trailer shit that they're showing off for it. It does have some very good aesthetics to it. It the game the combat is is the combat is much more like Sekiro.
1: It looked like Sekiro. So, but um, mixed in with like,
2: uh, it has some magic in it.
1: What is that game? Yakuza 4 or like a...
2: Like a dragon? Like a dragon. No, this is... That
1: looked like like a dragon mixed with Sekiro.
2: This is definitely... it's, It's kind of its own. I mean, like, it's exactly... (laughs) <laughs> set up to be kind of much like souls like much like it. it's exactly kind of like that i don't know no I,
1: that's is souls like it literally has the big red bar at the bottom with the uh, fucking music cues so it's souls game i
2: have this already downloaded on my uh xbox because it's day one game pass
1: Lies it p huh? well next up uh neil blomkamp again
2: no uh off the grid so I want to talk about this one. There was talks about it having NFTs. I don't know if that's been dropped. The gameplay that they released for it, um, he's so it's the divisive so him. right now the the combat the movement set set is great. It feels like how Anthem felt in the movement, and I've liked that movement. And I wish more games would do that movement set, but they don't. And this game feels like it. This is supposed to be a dystopian battle royale, which could have up to 150 people, which is ambitious as fuck.
1: Um, That's uh, wide server load. Let me tell you.
2: Um, and not only that, but it's supposed to have a 60-hour-long campaign. We'll see about that. Um, but the one it's thing a that battle royale. The one thing dystopian. that concerned me was when, in the gameplay footage, the the combat looked mm-hmm. a little.
1: Imagine the big battles of Halo times two.
2: It looked a little unpolished, and I I don't know when the game comes out. That to be fair, but at the same time, I just I think they need to work on trying to make sure that. Well, it it could end up
1: like Starfield because you remember how critical I was the first time that I saw that Starfield, and it was that beta fucking awful ass trailer. I'm like, why would y'all do this? Like as like the first thing, and not just like release a cinematic like normal people, you know what I mean?
2: Because like, they want to be transparent. Hell, I would do that. I'd be as transparent. But then they as push it
1: off, which is a good thing.
2: I'd be as transparent as fuck, and then and then just and then be have people say that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. But next up we have Sky: The Two Embers. It gave us a teaser that showed off the animated series based on Sky: Children of Light. Um. So Journey is the developer and has revealed uh this. Animated series arriving in 2024 that's based off of that. Um, they set a Guinness World Record in the middle of making this game.
2: Wait, who? Or, or
1: this series, rather. Really? Yeah. Um, but that's cool. Uh, while I was just talking again about Like a Dragon, there it is. Uh, new details and gameplay have been revealed for Like a Dragon, go- uh, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Um, it's a spin off game starring Kazuma Kiryu, uh, who that looks to connect Yakuza 6, uh, the song of life and like a dragon infinite wealth, which is why I said Yakuza like a, like a, <laughs> and then you're like dragon. I'm like, yes, like a dragon. But, uh, it's, it looks like, uh, there's a lot of really cool combat fighting styles, customization options, and it's Coliseum battle arena, uh, is uh put on display there as well so uh next up we have another one that i am familiar with the name of but have never played and this is homeworld 3. Hmm? Uh, homeworld is returning for the first time in 20 years with homeworld 3 um and game director lance muller and lead writer martin serialis oh i think uh, homeworld is by what
2: sorry keep going
1: Oh, no, you're good. No, no. Um, it it's uh, There's a new war games mode that adds uh, co-op roguelike missions yes. that should make for an even more exciting game. Real-time strategy of 2024.
2: Space game. That's what it is. It's a real-time strategy space game like Stellaris. Like except more in-depth of, we got big-ass ships and you get big-ass armies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so that's yeah. what it is.
1: Uh, next up we have another third game, Payday Three. This is Day One Game Pass. I know that for a fact. Um, they worked with Ice T in the game. Uh, the <laughs> actual Ice T. Um, and there's new mechanics and how they plan on supporting the game with major updates for at least eighteen months post-launch. Really? Yeah, at least eighteen months. So that's nice. a year and a half of fucking nice. support for. That game. Nice, 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 uh, nice. On just updates alone. Next up. Uh, hey, 3. Is- well,
2: like think about it payday 2 was like a massive i remember it being a massively po- like popular game i remember
1: payday out. being massively popular and then payday 2 being kind of a letdown but people still played the fuck out. people
2: of it. played the fuck out of that one that one i remember being talked about more but it's just a heist game so payday 3 of course just coming out and be like yeah we're gonna, we're gonna
1: do some heisties
2: yeah so project me again
1: uh yes, Project Mugen was one of the bigger surprises at Gamescom. Uh it's a free-to-play urban open-world RPG that not only looks to be a fusion of tw- Cyberpunk 2077 and Genshin Impact, but also looks to have players traversing the world in a way that would be right at home in Spider-Man's universe. Um that yeah, it looks like uh tall sprawling cities, different ways to fly around, like there's no real name for this i think it's just referred to as uh project Mugen for right now um moving on to day three um little nightmares it won uh best in show which is funny because oh, yeah, no. there was gamescom
2: awards little not no i don't want to go through those there's so much. That. There's,
1: I know, there's Gamescom awards, but like I'm not really seeing those because uh, there's already too a, that's, much to cover. That's so
2: much. It is a lot. But uh... um, they received
1: a ton of new trailers that day. Path of Exile 2 uh, showed up. And then uh, another trailer for Off the Grid. Um... AMD announced two new Radeon RX 7000 GPUs. So that's cool if you guys are into that and spending money. Um, some Alan Wake 2 stuff. Uh, you get to you get to talk to uh, Sam Lake. They sat down with Sam Lake. Uh, and then next up, uh, they got a closer look at For- Forza Motorsports. Mm-hmm. Um, and then have. this one is what you showed me right beforehand, and it is Death Ground, and it is a horror game with dinosaurs.
2: Yeah, it was, it, it felt like Alien Isolation, but with Dude, I,
1: I called it, I, I said Alien Dinosation or something like that uh-huh. earlier, but uh, <clears throat> moving on to day two, we're counting down, we're almost to day one, guys. Uh, next up, there is, uh, exclusive gameplay for the Lord of the Rings Return to Moria, where they got 13 it. minutes of gameplay for it.
2: I need to see this gameplay.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm already worried.
2: Because, because like, Gollum, Gollum fucking came out. I want and to was talk about that. But, yeah,
1: Return to Moria will release on October 24th, 2023 on PS5 and PC as an exclusive on the Epic's Game Store, while an Xbox Series X and S version is targeted for early 2024. Cool. Cool. Next up... Uh, let, me, let me
2: see this trailer.
1: Next up, uh, Stalker 2. Like, they got another one for that. Uh, then the Phantom Liberty update uh, was exclusively, like, just gone over. Um, Zach was talking about playing uh, Cyberpunk so, earlier on in this episode, and he s- said that it was really good.
2: Like, here... here so, going through the whole... Uh, cyber, le, small cyberpunks is a sidebar right here. The cyberpunk sidebar, uh, <laughs> dumb, um, but
1: no, no, the, the sidebar is, uh, Starfield sidebar.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. So I played cyber, I got cyberpunk around Christmas time of 2020 when the game got released. Uh, and boy, was it a, uh, a mess of a game now, granted, I loved the story. So that's what kept me engaged. Like the 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 disc, <clears throat> disc might as well have been square. Oh, the disc might have well been scratched. It <laughs> <might have> been. <laughs> Oh god! It, it was <laughs> scratched beyond repair. Yeah, no, no, broken in
3: half
1: on the no, inside. No, so of the
2: it had it, has, it had some cracks, wear and tear, ready on them, <laughs> right. ready to go. It was showing me glitches of him just falling under the earth, falling like under like the under, earth. I had one like where I was. I had issues, one where I. I had one where the where I was clipping issues. through the ground with the car. And then I found a way to roll the car back into the, into the boundaries. They have to rebake
1: their meshes. It was It, it, was, was, cr- it, was, it was
2: crazy. And also, just graphically-wise, it was a fucking disaster. But then they came out with 1.5 and all that stuff. And for the last-gen consoles, it makes it playable again. But you can still see that its graphics are definitely at their limit. On right. here... I played on, on, on Xbox. I played. I played on. I played on. I talked about it earlier, but I didn't talk in depth. I played on one of the, the what is it? The your the old TV, Katie's old TV, and yeah, the that one doesn't have that TV. one doesn't have 4K yet. 2010, so that gives you a gist. And yeah. it ran smoother than <laughs> my Butter. other one. My other Butter. one did. It it brought it, it, it was much better. Not only that, but even on that TV, the graphics looked way better uh and it just it felt right and now you have phantom liberty which is going to be the la- the first and last up uh big update the first and last dlc ever for cyberpunk before they move on to the the, the sequel that they're gonna make which they just need to learn from their mistakes and they just can't release yeah, and just set the
1: release date for
2: <laughs> way never. out just re- just release it don't
1: we- release it <laughs> elder, <laughs>
2: elder scrolls six it
1: right exactly <laughs> like wait until i'm 30
2: uh but no so they want re- phantom liberty and i I talked about how i've i think i don't think i on here but phantom liberty is going to add a whole new like section to pacifica and it and i know exactly i think where they're going to add it uh it's going to be a big-ass, uh, area, it's gonna have new, uh, skill sets, new tech that you can mess up, not only that, but the 2.0 update they're adding, they're adding in cop, better cop AI, they're adding in, you can now hack while driving, you can also shoot guns while driving, there's car combat, which wasn't in the original game, uh, they're adding more skill sets, and that are more balanced for the skill trees that you have to the base game, and adding on to those skills, In Phantom Liberty, like, it's a whole, it's a whole, like, just new... Game. Expansion, update game. It's a new game. It's, in, and to me, it just, I guess it just makes me happy to see that, like, it didn't die. are
1: following through
2: with it. Well, like, it didn't die. That's the thing. Like, you have games, like, where they come out and it's bad. Like, bad. Like, Cyberpunk coming out the way it did, it's, it's, it's a miracle that it actually survived the company survived that 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 process yeah
1: cdpr is really <coughs> fucking lucky because like they got sued remember mm-hmm. like, sued and people, by multiple people yeah by fucking millions of people. by their
2: by their own like, investors got, too. yeah people got refunds like hell but but they got playstation was also they didn't even sell the game playstation no playstation revoked it yeah they were like no yeah
1: (laughs) they're like this is not our quality so so but seeing it
2: come around to now where they're like yeah no we're, we're we're trying we're gonna try better this time and i get it you put it on an entirely new engine you were trying out but at the same time just manage the game, like building the game better. That's that's all I ask.
1: Don't put a release date on it if it's not ready.
2: Uh, they even even what pissed me off the most, I think, is that they were. If the first trailer they released for Cyberpunk twenty seven, at the end of that trailer, it says we'll release it when it's ready. <laughs> and they did it. They did it. So. It's But you know. overall, I, it's good to see that it's coming around and being better. And that's just me. That's the nice sidebar I have, at least for right now. I know I got distracted. Where were we in this fucking we games We were con? at
1: uh, <coughs> Marvel Snap, leaving Steam Early Access. Mm. Um... Next up, uh, Wayfinder. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Wayfinders talk- revealed a new MMO. Okay, it keeps drop draw- going back up to the top of my fucking page, and I hate it.
1: No, you're good. Uh, but uh, at day they won, day zero. Uh, we have uh, th- th- this is why I said day zero. Oh. So, <laughs> it, because of um the Bethesda showing off their first teaser for the Fallout TV series. Super excited about this! Todd Howard was there dipping his balls in it. Um, they also revealed the location. Yes, they it's... revealed the location. It's Vault Thirty Three location, L.A. Baby. Yeah, of course. They it's just LA. filmed Skid Row. It's called it Fallout. But like at the same time,
2: <laughs> the 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 old, the furthest we've been west, if I believe, is New Vegas. So. I, I, I think in the old fault like the original first and second I think they did go out to California but I, California. but I don't think they focused on Los Angeles at all right and stuff like that so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it yeah uh,
1: it's coming to prime video in 2024
2: yeah not only that but we got the first 15 minutes of starfield which also shows the first mission uh starfield's first mission follow and I'm just gonna go through this one you follow uh, you follow your player on Argos 8. Argos Extractor's Mining Outpost on the moon of Vectera, mining for ores before wandering into a tunnel alone. Beware we discover and interact with a weird blue deposit, which leaves us unconscious and in a transition of you waking up and commencing the start of your character creation. Uh, so, yeah. And then we, we came we were up. We're going to wake up
1: in the wagon, remember?
2: No. No, not again. Not again. <laughs> Todd
1: Howard's done it again. Uh, I can't wait to meet the adoring fan, though.
2: Uh yeah, you can make him your companion.
1: Uh, I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> he just talks. I mean, if annoying, he wants to annoying, be cannon sure. Um, <laughs> the the next things are just about Phil Spencer talking. You got Rebel Moon. Remedy was on hand to show off. God, 40 minutes of Alan Wake 2. So I look forward to playing that. Uh, which that will be that game is cool. scary. You know what? I can deal with scary. Uh. <clears throat> I can deal with scary, pretty good. Oh, Liza P is done. Uh, <laughs> well,
1: no, Starfield just finished. Yeah, that Liza, was the first Liza one. Liza P and then Liza it, P just finished.
2: Yeah. So. Um, Airborne Kingdom is gonna finish. Cool. All right. It's, it's keeps going. Mario Combat One Dev talks about lore and invasions, uh, while addressing animation criticism. Yeah, actually, that is something I had because they showed off the the uh, smack talk animations. Yeah. And I was like. These kind of feel like they need they in my it just it felt it was a different vibe than what they had originally, which was like they actually had like the characters come in and do animations with the full body. This is them just kind of like being zoomed in on their face and them talking between. And I, it's fine, but I don't know. He uh, yeah, but we'll have to wait and see. RoboCop, Rogue City got 16 minutes of exclusive gameplay. I wasn't eh, impressed. It just yeah. it felt slow. Uh, you got Star Wars Dark Dork Forces. <laughs> Star Wars Dark Forces remaster has been announced. Star Wars Dark Forces. And also. I cannot believe Turok. Dude, I know is that that level.
1: literally. I just my mouth just opened because I didn't get all the way down to day one earlier. Whenever I was Turok, through the Turok, Turok like, three. Turok three is literally Shadow Oblivion. Like, what the fuck?
2: It's slated what to release. It's slated to release between October and December.
1: I'm actually really interested in that.
2: That's it. So if you don't Bro, know, that
1: t- was my nickname. That's my family nickname. Really, Nunu, <laughs> <The> Song <laughs> of Nunu. <laughs> I, a League of Legends story.
2: God, okay. why is it doing this? What? It keeps jumping back up to the top of the page for some fucking Did reason. Did you refresh? I don't know. Uh, Dust developer reveals gameplay for the Inquisitor. Oh, my God.
1: They released a little bit of gameplay for what?
2: Oh, uh, co- uh, Assassin's Creed, Codename Jade. Uh, They released some stuff for that. Uh how
1: it made its leap to mobile. Yeah. And uh then they uh, released a little bit more about the web of weird uh web of weird
2: Hellboy. Hellboy, yeah. All but
1: right. That was it for Gamescom so far. I think they're only having five days, but I cannot guarantee that, guys. I, have no idea. <laughs> I am not Gamescom. But you know that we'll pick up the slack when it comes down to it. And um We're pulling up on our break right now, guys, and uh, we'll be right back. Talk to you after. We'll be right back.
0: Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, Wanderer. You're halfway there. Are now fully rested
1: and we are back what's up podcast listeners I know it was only a couple of seconds for you but it was a few minutes for us it's and, been a uh,
2: lifetime for me it's
1: been a lifetime it's been a long day and I feel like crying
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, speaking of crying, the people that lost, their, the 50 people that just lost their jobs from Bioware. Uh, yeah, like, this is as- fucking
1: crazy, dude. Like, they're about to push out the new Dragon Age game and the new Mass Effect game, and then in the midst of these giant IPs working overdrive right now, they cut 50 jobs? To match, quote-unquote, the studio's changing Long-term
2: needs. vision. More agile and more focused studio. They said, you know what? You don't fit our needs anymore. Bye-bye.
1: All right. They went, we don't play with this anymore. And it was just that fucking <laughs> I don't want
2: to play with this anymore. Exactly. It's Andy dropping it Woody Andy into the box. Andy dropping Woody
1: in the box. Exactly. You know exactly what I was fucking talking about.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh they changed their fucking logo to to something stupid. It's flat and boring. Yeah, it's flat. Like I hate
2: it. What's their old lo- one look like? was it like something
1: cooler than that? Wasn't it red? But uh they said they they came out and they made a statement, of course, because after they do mass firings like that, they're like, well, we didn't do it because we hate them. I guess well, they, they never really
2: had a did logo. They just, they, they just used their name, BioWare. Like, that's, BioWare. Their, that's, their, that's their logo. But I don't know.
1: Yeah, but that's what it used to look like.
2: I like the more impact font.
1: Uh, it makes them look different, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now it just looks like they could be doing what they could be selling you look, like cybernetic arms. You, I know, no, you know they I mean? look like, like they sell
2: this. They, they look like they sell pharmaceutical goods. Kinda. Uh. Here at Bioware. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> you will never feel pain once oh. you take our oh. triple A medicine.
2: <laughs> triple A medicine. <laughs> uh, Bioware. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, they're committed to supporting affected staff, quote-unquote. I wonder what they
2: mean by supporting. They never, even said, they never even specify, like, what they're getting and stuff. I don't know. It
1: And they even said that, this is bold, they said that there are a number of open positions that you can apply for, although it's unlikely they'll be able to find new jobs within BioWare. Jesus. Why the fuck would you <laughs> apply at BioWare if you couldn't get a job at BioWare?
2: That's fucked up.
1: Dude, it, it, that's crazy.
2: You wanna work for us, but not
1: right? Like you, you're more than welcome. Put in an application. Put please. in an
2: application. Show us your. I'll put it
1: right in my delete folder.
2: Didn't you say they 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 just fired two like important people.
1: They they fired one guy who wrote for uh fucking the original Baldur's Gate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they they're it's not new people. You know what I mean? That they fired. It's like people who have been there for long periods of time. Like it that that's just crazy to me. Like I don't know.
2: Anyways, speaking of crazy And also people getting uh, more for their job, unlike these other 50 uh, people that just lost theirs.
1: Yeah, maybe they can go work at Epic Games, because Uh they've revealed a new opt-in exclusivity program that allows third-party developers to keep 100% of the profits from newly released titles for a limited time in exchange for exclusivity. So uh, the new initiative is known as Epic First Run Programme. Uh, It will allow participating developers to keep all the profits from new releases launching on or after October 16th of this year for a full six months. Once this period is passed, the revenue split will return to the regular split, which sees 88% of revenue go to the developer and 12% go to Epic. Um, In exchange, companies who opt into the program will be prohibited from selling their games on competing storefronts, including Valve's Steam store, during the six-month run uh a game will also be ineligible for the program if it had previously been offered on another third party digital storefront so i don't think you have to release the game for the first six months solely on epic i don't think that's a bad thing
2: huh i think it's i think it's a great thing for i think that's a good
1: thing like i don't think that that's bad like they're like hey we'll push your game for you you know what i mean And uh, but they probably won't push it until after the six month point, I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, so that they can start getting some of the profits. But at the same time, they hold all of the rights for So, like, say if if Portal, you know what I mean, like came out or something like that and uh, they had it for the first six months and everybody else wanted to play it, they would be forced to go make an Epic Games account. You understand what I mean? Uh, To play the game and then purchase it and own it. <clears throat> if a game were to go viral like that. So yeah, they would definitely be pushing the game after the first like six months. Besides the point, uh I think this is a great opportunity for uh, you know, third party developers, meaning like we're talking indie people, you know what I mean? Mm. Like uh, uh th- I'm talking to you at home. You know, you wanna put out a game? Put it out through the Epic Game Store, give it a chance, and then you could sell everywhere else after six months.
2: We'll see what happens. Speaking of what we'll see what happens. This is a bold claim. I cannot believe that this director came out and said this. And that being said, we've seen some of this director's work. Uh, so, Harmony Korine, which is a director of Spring Breakers,
3: <laughs>
2: and uh, Spring break. it's, it's already it's already a mental image in my head that I don't want coming back. Uh, what else did he, what beach bum? That's right, and also kids. Do you know what kids is? Yeah. You shouldn't know what kids is. I don't want to know what kids is. Well, no, like the the entire thing about kids. It's a 1995 film, but it follows kids.
1: I have seen it okay. multiple never times. It. Okay. <laughs> I said I okay.
2: know what right. kids right. is. All right, all right, all right, all right. Also, we did the film that we have one wanting to see, but we just never got around to it. Gummo, Uh. I almost got a strange biopsy for it. Yeah, I can't just, really find it anywhere. Yeah, we'll see about that. No, this dude is is a wild, wild, crazy, crazy dude for making these films, and he also is a crazy thinker. Uh, because of also this thing he said, he praised the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare three trailer. He said it's better than anything that Steven Spielberg has ever made.
1: <sighs> did he? I, he he did it for Cloud. Like, I'm telling you, there's no... I
2: wouldn't know about that. This dude, if he made these other films, I wouldn't... No,
1: he did it because he knew people were going to be like, whoa, like, this has to be good if he's saying that, or they're going to go there to harp on him. But either way, any press is good press. I just... I'm just saying. We
2: watched the trailer. It's fine. It's what you expect from a Call of Duty game. Like, that's... that's It looks like Call of Duty. That's dead I don't know what else to tell
1: you. It's like its own genre now.
2: Yeah, I don't...
1: Like there's first person shooters and then there's Call of Duty.
2: Well, regardless of what this person thinks, I just if if he actually does believe what he just said, um, I don't know. It just he sounds it sounds like his I his, his idea of fun is boring. Even though that he's created he's created some wacky, wild, crazy films. For sure. <clears throat> yeah. So I don't know. That's just my take on it. But speaking of big takes, uh, the Starfield leaker took a lot of uh, stuff from the game. Uh, He actually stole like 67 copies of the game, tried, uh, but he failed. uh, And he got arrested. He's been arrested. Uh, Yeah, this is the first of actually much of the Starfield (sighs) talk that we got. Yeah, so Uh,
1: welcome to the Starfield section, the Starfield showstopper, the Starfield
2: side chick.
1: Side (laughs) chick. Uh, Starfield, the Starfield leaker. We've been talking about the leaks. We haven't been talking about the leaks. We're not going to talk about the leaks. We're talking about the leaker. I'm never so. talking
2: about leaks because the game comes <laughs> out in literally less than a f- like it's, it's it comes like out two s- hours. It, no, n- what? No, it comes out September 6th, which is next week. Oh, oh, I thought you said it comes- September first. No, 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 no. August August 31st is when it comes out for people who pre-ordered it. We'll talk about that soon because we're about to get to those those times. Gotcha. But um, he, the man, leaked the first forty minutes of, of the game, and was arrested. Uh,
1: well, he stole and was trying to sell copies of the whole RPG. Yes, he but did. But he also was the person. He worked who at a warehouse 40, that stored them. Yeah, he also uh, released forty minutes of the gameplay. Like so, he tried to take a, a few copies, and uh, mm-hmm. is getting charged with theft of property costing twenty five hundred to ten grand. grand um, a misdemeanor charge of theft of property, a thousand dollars or less, and another misdemeanor charge of possession of marijuana. They really just slapped that motherfucker on there. You know what I mean? Probably uh, had it in his pocket. Literally. <laughs> so it said. The, the report of the arrest, which lists stolen property as video game Microsoft Starfield unreleased game, like in the police report.
2: Jeez. Yeah,
1: it said while it's currently unclear whether further uh, what further legal repercussions Harris will have to face, he posted 10k bail today. At um, the
2: post of the yeah, post. it
1: hit it hit the the market like last week, and people found. Uh, he he took things further and started trying to sell copies of starfield uh including the 300 hundred dollar constellation edition on mercari i'm i'm just trying he went to mercari and was just like yeah let me sell a few of these like I'll,
2: I'll... apparently some people like from what they say about the leaks people are saying yes this looks this looks to be up the standards Right.
1: I haven't watched anything. Like, I have not watched a fucking thing. Except for the release showcase, you know what I mean? And the uh, cinematic trailer.
2: I'm looking forward to playing it. I just, uh, it comes out, uh, we'll talk about all this stuff.
1: The person who leaked the Starfield gameplay on YouTube uploaded a response video and said, Todd, no offense, man, that's a good game. Yeah. Like what? T- <laughs> He's getting arrested and shit. And he was just like, "Yo, that was a good
2: game." Yeah. Like, I mean, like it. Look, man. I so I've seen people on on places be like, "Oh, this game's gonna be barren and shit." That I think is the point. That yeah, uh, not
1: all planets can produce. That you're life, missing,
2: guys. I think, is people. Some people are missing is that they're looking for a game that's gonna be super expansive on everything. We're not literally there yet with games. Right. We like if you want an RPG that's like that, you're gonna have to wait a bit because like that takes. Imagine a long... trying to render
1: all every planet with like something like the the what's the name of that first city?
2: New Atlantis.
1: That like new with a New Atlantis on it on every planet. It'd be fucking. You know insane. what I mean? That would be fucking crazy, and your your download would be a terabyte.
2: It's just it's it's so here, the thing is here is that they're trying to capture real like basically what real life space is but at the same time put a little fantasy element into it to give some breathability to the idea of space exploration. But they still want it to be grounded in reality. That's what I've seen through this whole thing. And to me, to people who are wanting more from it, I think they're trying to stretch too far. We're not there yet for a game like that. If you believe we are there, show me a game that's like that. If you say Star Citizen, that game is literally not even out yet. Don't call that a game. <clears throat> so.
1: <clears throat> so, uh, another thing about Starfield is that uh, that, game- that it doesn't really even get going until players finish the main quest. And that is straight from the top from Pete Hines himself. Uh During an appearance on Bethesda Mainstream at Gamescom 2023, which is what we just covered earlier, Uh Hines explained that he had sunk roughly 80 hours into Starfield's faction-based quest lines and other side activities before being prompted by Bethesda head Todd Howard to get started on the main story. (laughs) Todd Howard is like, what do you mean you haven't finished the game yet? You've had it for several weeks. Why haven't you finished it? He was like, well, I was busy. They check his shit. He just did not play any of the fucking quest line. And it was just
2: strictly faction shit. He did say it took him 50 hours to complete the main quest, which is a larger chunk. But that also means that on his side time, he added 80 extra
1: hours. Dude, he said Hines noted the main quest took him around 50 hours to complete, which means that by his own reckoning, Starfield didn't really get going for the Bethesda veteran until he had sunk 130 hours into the game. (laughs) He said that story... It's my favorite Bethesda studio game story, said Hines. It's my favorite Bethesda game studio's ending to a story, and I hope people enjoy it as much as I have.
2: I'm not sure to play. He so, played
1: 130 hours, and like he, he's not... He, you're not even done. He isn't
2: clear exactly what contact will become available to players once they reach the conclusion of the main quest, but it's possible Hines was referring to Starfield's recently revealed New Game Plus mode.
1: Yes, yes, they did just which it will feature that a unique and exciting twist
2: that will incentivize continued and repeated play. Which, what I think is, they're gonna find a way to randomize everything. They found a way to make it so that it's a different setup for when you play it in New Game Plus.
1: I, I d- hope so. I would
2: think that would be amazing. If they did that, that would be fantastic. I don't know if like that's... Like they
1: a- just switched the directions of the planets and
2: whatever and, like, mix and match them? Not mix and match them entirely, but mix and match how, like, quest lines work with the planets based on where they are set in... in no, the. No, I meant, in like, take the
1: physical planet locations... Mm-hmm and move them around to different galaxies. That's what I'm th- saying, but like, then that just also with a big random bag and just throwing the dice down,
2: you know? Uh, what I but mean? then like, that also changes kind of the variability of like certain quest lines too.
1: I mean, not really because not... like if there's certain planets that fall under certain criteria that you have to follow, well, like bad, but the, there's a like... list of planets like that will fall under that criteria, probably a good 10 to 20 of each variety uh-huh. that can fit in the certain slot located where you need to go
2: i'm just so i'm thinking that they could do something with like side quests where they have variability based on like the generation of like where the planets are placed or something like that and that changes it up or something i don't know but they i was s- thinking about physical locations just
1: mixing it up and then you having a like you have the same quest line mm-hmm. but with uh like different planets around you But ones that fulfill your needs. So, like, it'll be like go to the nearest planet that is like 80% water or something like that. You know what I mean? So then you show up to this place, but it's not the same place that you went the first time.
2: Yes. We'll we'll have to wait and see. Comes out. Uh, we're gonna talk about that here soon. But at first, I want to talk about real quick that AMD of all play, people has come out and says, but they they can add. They say Bethesda can add DLSS support to Starfield anytime they want. They have our full support is essentially what they have. They haven't confirmed that there's gonna be that, but eventually I think. Well, it'll make the, make it easier on the machines. Once once eventually in the once this game does what it does after it releases uh it then if it makes a shit ton of money if it does whatever it does it gets good ratings and all that stuff uh they'll probably just expand on it from there make it supportable for like the higher fps tiers and also working on for DLS like that stuff they'll work towards that but amd they literally the head the gaming head frank azor that is a name um razor they're they're probably prioritize and if in when berthesda wants to put dlss in the game uh they'll have our force full support for it so essentially is what they said um yeah but that's cool but uh the main thing i want to talk about is the release windows the release windows of the game Yeah, the release. (laughs) The release windows. So uh, you can launch Starfield as early as August 31st. Its global release times are confirmed, though. Um, So I actually have the map of it. Um, The global release times. You have Los Angeles. We're going to go down the list from left to right. Los Angeles, early access, August 31st. Launch September 5th at 5 PM. Chicago, which is around where we are. Mexico uh, was
1: actually next.
2: Oh, Mexico, yeah. August 31st, September uh, launch, September 5th, 6 p.m. Chicago, every – so for Ch- Los Angeles, uh, Mexico, Chicago, and New York, the game will be releasing on August 31st, early access. Um, and then on regular launch, it will be launched on September 5th. Chicago is at 7 p.m. New York is at 8 p.m for oh and then also san sao paulo as well that area so for the americas <laughs> yeah the uh, americas august yeah, 31st. all of the
1: americas it's august 31st for early access and uh launch september
2: 5th and then for and then i guess for the rest of the world it's the rest of it it's august it's september 1st early access for london paris uh berlin oh, i can't read those 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 those, those can't those characters dude i can't read those you got some place in Saudi Arabia. You got some place in India. You got one, I think in South Korea, yeah, one China, China one Japan. Japan. They, they, they're written in the other language. So I can't, Yeah, they're read.
1: written in like native language. So yeah, we so literally read cannot reading. read the city names, but uh, I'm assuming that it's probably like, you know, like Tokyo. over I here feel, no, that's definitely and, Tokyo. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the uh, Beijing, Beijing, or you Hong know Kong. what I mean? Uh, What's the capital of India?
2: It's it's Mumbai, but that's not the right spot. Mumbai is on, the, on like, the coast.
1: Right. Yeah. But still, they, it's the same time. You know what I mean? It's just the time zone that we're yeah. Going, that so, we're But about. then
2: you have Sydney and Auckland. So these are being released early access September 1st, but then we're going to go down for September 6th, which is actual launch date. You got 1 a.m. London, Paris, 2 a.m. Berlin, 2 a.m. You got... Uh wherever in the middle it's somewhere in the Middle East, 3 a.m. Uh India, 5 30 a.m. Uh you got South Korea, China, I I don't think that's South Korea. I don't believe that's South Korea. I think South Korea is on this peninsula down here actually. I'm wrong on that. This is part of China, so both there's two China's locations. Both China locations. And I don't
1: know why they have them like as separate areas. You know what I mean? Like
2: when probably these... a different districts or something for them. I have no idea. But yeah, you have those two locations because and Japan the exact same time zone. being uh, at eight a.m. Oh no, both of those locations being in uh, China being eight a.m. Japan being nine a.m. Sydney being ten a.m. and Auckland being twelve p.m. So yeah. Oh my god, that took way too long to get through. God, fuck. Um, yeah, so those are release times. And if you if you bought the game, pre-ordered the game, bought the collector's edition, any of that stuff, literally if you bought the game, then you will be able to play Early Access on August 31st. <clears throat> so, Solid. Yeah. Or September 1st if, if you're not releasing in the Americas. So... But, yeah, that's that's the game. And more than likely, we will hear about the reviews of the game from the actual early access people and also the people that will inevitably review the game for their journalism sites and stuff like that. Uh, probably here. like ne- You'll hear about it next week. Literally, we're going to talk about it next week. Um, as the hype boils up as we like we're going to talk about it the day like the night we're about to play it because at we're probably going to record no joke we're going to probably record early on tuesday and probably play it because it releases what six six seven p.m seven p.m in our location on august august uh september 5th so yeah which is the tuesday so uh, next tuesday so yeah But, what are we talking about now? Done with Starfield. Starfield side corner, side chick, side hustle is gone. Uh,
1: Now into the... Somehow,
2: Starfield's going to just make me sink 300 hours into it like Skyrim did. I'm
1: definitely going to sink over 100 hours into this next game. Oh yeah, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate 3. 3. I'm already at a fat 75, 78 hours into the game uh in and up in act two but like i said well in more generalized news besides outside of my game um the xbox version of baldur's gate 3 will have cross-save compatibility with playstation so for the avoidance of doubt right here you guys have heard it xbox will indeed feature cross-save not only between xbox and pc but also xbox and ps5 thanks to the larian account system so in the exact same way that uh hogwarts legacy did uh, you just have that one account and it travels all the way across all the other accounts and i love that honestly so you can just pull up your save yep. from
2: wherever yep that's really cool that's awesome yep not only that but we also have patch notes
1: yes patch notes so like i'm only gonna go over like just a little bit of. there's these. over
2: a thousand improvements there is in the game over
1: a thousand Patch notes for patch number one, which is now live and it has definitely helped. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll
2: through these and try to find some funny ones.
1: Yes, uh, the, there is uh, show they they've labeled them. I like these showstoppers, which includes fixing a bug, uh, causing you to get a game over screen after helping down party members. there's you know, an
2: infinite falling loop one.
1: Yeah, uh, characters could get stuck in the infinite falling loop. Uh, that it just that's crazy uh story full that
2: made it possible to break up with Asterion without meaning to
1: (laughs) you can no longer recruit both Halson and Minthara to camp in the same playthrough
2: I just like the thought of you accidentally breaking up with a person for the game you're just (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how devastating you are dude at least for the people that's tr that the person that was trying dude, i was to trying romance to romance
1: asterian and he said i have standards <laughs> and i and then since then i haven't put him back in my group wow he said i have standards <laughs> bro like and i was like damn so i kicked him out and he hasn't been back since uh, his character is probably only a level three and you i'm can at like no a longer recruit
2: hassling H- hausen and minthara to camp in the same through uh there's a few things this is a lot i'm just trying to find the funny ones if i can
1: oh my god yes if dolly 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 curses you with the a clown in town condition for making her angry while inside the moon lantern she will now paint your face that'll teach you oh my god so yes like and then there was people who were having problem with the clown makeup getting stuck on their face which makes for hilarious sex scenes (laughs) <laughs> like, I, I've seen a couple of those, and those were fan-fucking-tastic. Like, just clown makeup fucking sex scenes. It was wild. Helped Min-
2: Minthara remember how to use her weapons. <laughs> yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> um. So, for balance... Mean uh, locks are
2: now immune to the Shadow Curse.
1: Make gold bounties more general in several containers across the game. These... Which is something that I did notice, because gold was so fucking hard to come by... Which I mean like the
2: incorrect amount of gold being displayed in all UI menus if the amount is too large.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like so recently I just went over ten K gold. So I'm carrying around ten pounds of gold on my body. Which is just fucking crazy to think about. You know what I mean? Like can you imagine? You got a heaping sack of
2: it. You just got it you just got it like strung over your back.
1: Yeah. Uh so mean locks are now immune to the shadow curse, which makes sense uh usability there was dialogue notification issues Ooh, cinematic scenes um, visuals they uh fixed the modesty filter not working on dragonborns uh dragonborn like giant lizards with uh, cocks. um
2: some cameras couldn't contain the force that is asterion in a dialogue with him at camp at night also t- i like that some cameras couldn't contain the force that, that is a asterion.
3: Stereon. yes dude
1: <laughs> i know like an asterion is a force let me tell you mm-hmm. um fix, fix the camera position when carlac hugs you for the first time after getting her upgrade yes like i got that awkward ass camera angle too and i was like what the fuck uh fix the mind flare not appearing in the cinematic dialogue with jor raglan uh, Ragslin, if you manually trigger the dialogue.
2: Scratch his posi- position. Fix Scratch his position so you can try to get the ball out of his mouth.
1: Fish vendors. Whether
2: he likes to have an... Uh.
1: Fish vendors now have a lot more fish to sell. Lady Esther is available to trade with you after completing her quest. Um, uh, Traders Who Stock dies now also Stock Dye Remover. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Popper the co- uh Kobold at the circus now sells more oddities. I bet there's
2: some people listening to the podcast that are just like, are they speaking another language?
1: It kind of sounds. It like does It does
2: sound like. Well, because like you said, the one that really threw me for a loop, because I didn't. Understand- if Dolly 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 curses you with it, <laughs> <laughs> she's a she's
3: she's
1: like a little she's a pixie. Uh huh. She lives inside. Of I figured it was some
2: whack shit.
1: Dude, no, somebody locked her in a moon lantern and like in order to dispel the darkness, they forced her into like slavery inside of this thing and they're like you're going to light our light our way or we're going to fucking kill you, you know what I mean type deal. So, I let her out of the lantern. I was like, "Why the fuck is this thing in the lantern?" I thought I didn't know. I thought it was an actual lantern you, you... until it started talking to me and I was like, "Whoa." And I opened the lantern and she was like, "Thank you for letting me out." Like, and now we're really good friends. Okay. So, Dolly 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 yeah. is a nice thing. Like, and uh I always talk in rhymes to her. Okay. <laughs> fun fact like uh. uh, yes dude and yes i meant to say it three times her name is dolly 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 Got like it. there's a reason and Got she becomes and this the that becomes important that you let her out of the lantern in act three besides S- the point this
2: one this one's interesting steel watcher idle sounds no longer take up streaming bandwidth
1: i mean <laughs> yeah it's- uh, that, yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like that, that streamlines the game. You can no longer climb the shambling mound. Uh, <laughs> so
2: fucking funny to say. You can no longer climb the shambling mound.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all the extra bard songs from the deluxe edition will now be available, even if you use uh, Lucy's loot of the Merryweather Bard from the deluxe edition. So those are just a couple examples of things that they have fixed and bg3 and uh the one thing that zach actually told me about but i wanted to include everybody else in is this next little thing right here It's crazy. and uh it's the owlbear uh wwe smackdown move that like does over 800 damage so like when you use crushing flight it means that there's no fall damage and if you stack boxes and climb and then shape shift and then enlarge like uh enlarge your body with the enlarge spell you can hop off of those crates and do 821 bludgeoning damage and it stacks so the more you weigh and the higher that you are the more damage that you do and 821 bludgeoning damage is going to one shot most
2: every boss in the game yeah it's i've seen people do this it's crazy they just did come down from the top he's coming down from the high rafters with the elbow drop like
1: literally (laughs) though like he's just hopping on the fucking ropes Uh and just like
2: kills them it's just, it's it's crazy that people find these glitches. Like that one person I showed you, which I haven't, we didn't even talk about on here because I showed it to you this week. Some dude went into the goblin camp and he literally <laughs> fucking placed down barrels, explosive barrels, and all they, over they, they the They barely,
1: camp. they don't put a lot of explosives in this place, so this motherfucker was all over uh-huh. East Jesus' collecting these explosive fucking barrels and placing them in the goblin camp while you're still friendly with the goblins before you have to break Halsen out and then fight everybody to get out Yep. you know what i mean so like it's just bro that the amount of time that it took to prep this video that only took two minutes you know what i mean like it's just absolutely fucking crazy
2: they left a smoldering ash everywhere Yeah, yeah, it leaves a
1: status effect on the world around you. So if you start a fire, the ground is gonna be hot. Don't step
2: on. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it literally is smoldering ash around it. It's crazy. People are able to do this stuff.
1: This game is there's so many choices, so many micro choices that affect so many fucking storylines. It's insane. Mm. Like I don't think I've I've seen this much of a spiraling storyline ever. Like, well, this they is...
2: focused heavily on on storytelling for the D and D. It makes sense since it is a D and D's entire game, which is all about the creative are, storytelling, are
1: top, dude. Like, there's so many good cutscenes. You know what I mean? And so many variations of the same cutscene. Like, there there's like twenty outcomes for every fucking conversation. It's crazy. Mm. But um, besides that, little uh, cool Im- information. We've, we're pulling up to the end of the show, which is where we give you guys some. Uh, things that you should buy that maybe buy possibly buy Uh, some of them are not always really good buys it's more a looky looky look look,
2: it's window shopping time yeah uh so for x-men 97 which is supposed to come out i guess on disney plus at some point soon we'll see about that um they're releasing wave waves of funko pop figures for each one uh and yeah they're funko pop figures but these ones are stylish These ones are actually really well done. They look exactly like their 97 counterpart. They've only released four so far, but that is Magneto, Gambit, Bishop, and Cyclops. All of them look great. Um, All retail for $15 a piece. Yeah, I'm going to get Gambit. Gambit is going to happen. I'm getting Gambit. Uh, I don't know. That
1: OG Magneto looks pretty dope.
2: Magneto looks tight, but I've always been a Gambit fan, so I'm going to get Gambit. Uh, especially since he's the in the suit, cool. and then uh, they're going to well. Dudes. So in that. in the original voice cast is it, it brings back the original voice cast, which uh, that. So but you're having Wolverine, Rogue, Beast, Storm, Gambit, Jean Grey, Nightcrawler, Mister Sinister, which is the villain. Uh, now, so that in, so that means that you're going to have some of these characters as well coming into the next wave. It's
1: such good luck that they're also alive too. You yes. know what I mean. Like, that's such good
2: luck. I am going to get the Nightcrawler one probably as well. Dude,
1: the Night... I was thinking about if they had a Nightcrawler one they that don't, I wanted that. They don't have it Not yet. Not yet.
2: But it's going to be in one of the waves, so yeah, we'll dude. keep up on it. So, yeah, they've always got the Hasbro, the 97 Hasbro figures. Oh, boy. I love how cheaply look their faces look.
1: Those look like action figures.
2: They do, but, like, it's always a face thing with me about these figures. It's always a face thing. Well, yeah, it's a detail thing. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, yes, these figures will be $15. The the Funko Pop things will be $15, of course. They're probably going to sell it really fucking fast, so I don't know when they release. But, yeah. So, the last thing I'm talking about isn't something you can buy, but something you can inspire, maybe, to create um this person did and it's successful for the most part i mean he ca- it technically works the way he wants it to it's just not as it's not strong it's it's and also it has its faults as like you can't get the pegs out of the fucking wall when you shoot <laughs> right. them into it <laughs> once you're in there you're in there uh, like so someone uh, an attack on titan fan built his own functional odm gear so omnidirectional mobility <laughs> it's the stuff that they used to fly around and stab titans in the back of the neck which this one this one essentially yes you can fly around albeit not at the breakneck speeds that they do it at um, no like they also that's just unrealistic the way that they have them you know what i mean i know i know it is but at the same at the same time like you're Either way, they're never going to get to that because it's not realistic. It right. doesn't matter. This person actually tried to work it out and all that stuff, and it does seem like he made one second support his weight, can pull him up, and also, like, he can walk, run up walls. He can kind of basically kind of, like, jump into uh, the, what is it, the pulley system that's pulling him. It's, it's, it's interesting to see. You just have to look it up uh what's the youtube page i can't remember the name oh jay laser video cool yeah. jay
1: laser he
2: also made his own web shooters i think at one point as well which yeah shoot, yeah that's a whole other well. video yeah so i just hate this fucking photo god dude,
1: well no i was looking at their photoshop job like honestly not he's it's not the best
2: well he's not a photoshop dude he's an engineering person
1: I mean he's an internet personality he's
2: an engineering dude he doesn't need to photoshop he don't need good he doesn't need good thumbnails all he needs is good good oh. devices by the way just the way that his keep foot in, looks is keeping in mind i think like, look at it i've been watching this <laughs> i've been watching this fucking thing do you know the guy named colin furs at all what colin furs Like, this dude on YouTube has made a bunch... I guarantee you've seen one of his videos at some time. Probably. Uh, He's made a bunch of random, like, devices and also just crazy fucking inventions. Uh, Let me think of one. He made this at some point. He made a hover scooter thingy that actually held him up and floated around. Right. Uh, He made a mech suit. He made the uh, rocket-powered go-kart. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but dangerous, but n- nice. Re- oh, and he also made the rocket power uh, 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 bicycle. Now the thing that he most recently built is, and this one is like a three-hour-long video that he right. chopped together. He built a bunker tunnel from his workshop to his house, and then also to his sh- bunker shed, and that's like, and how he did it. He didn't just dig up the ground from above; he went from through the shed down and then dug under everything, his uh-huh. whole house too, as well. And it, and it it's just it's that's nuts. It's it, and he and it looked like it went really well. Like it went really well. He, it didn't seem like he had any faults or anything. It's just impressive to see somebody able to do that. And also the product doesn't even look that bad. Um, yeah, no, crazy. <laughs> people with crazy amount of of uh what is it i guess that their brains just think differently engineering wise i don't yeah. know it's wild speaking of wild, wild dude, the, the this podcast is over that's it's wild it's over <laughs> he's like that's it Thanks that's that's us. wild Bye. uh thank you for joining <laughs> um getting things up on the weekend is difficult we're gonna have to it's hard we're gonna have to figure that out
1: well it's the only time where we have time to
2: ourselves i know so uh if you're new i don't no thank you
1: (laughs) i don't i don't i'm too tired i'm very
2: i'm very tired i need sleep um
1: yes we go sleepy bye god
2: Uh, thank you for listening. We have Facebook. We have Discord. We, those things need to be updated so bad.
1: (laughs) You're holding a knife. It's 1 a.m. We need to go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, so, uh, facts, facts, facts. I'm trying to push through this one, just, just getting to the end. Um, corn is an alien fungus that actually came down to our earth around 50 million years ago um, that's why and and when it does that that thing where it turns into whatever it's called the gray fungus looking shit do you know what i'm talking about Uh-huh. yeah that's actually it maturing to adult age we just not we eating. haven't We're not we, eating it right no 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 we we haven't let them hatch yet
1: hatch yeah (laughs) all right on that note your corn's gonna hatch um it might have spiders in it
2: alien spiders Spoiders. they're about five feet long and you're gonna have to watch out because they love the taste of corn syrup Mm -hmm. thank Thank you for listening
1: my brain just went smooth i am
2: oh i need to show you a picture after this Um, for sure but but you
1: guys have a great evening thank you guys so much for listening and until next time please don't eat your underwear
2: uh,
0: okay (laughs) (laughs) it seems as if you have done it Done what you ask? Hmm. Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.